When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. How you doing, guys? Welcome back into the channel. We're going to be going through our Sunday wrap-up for the week. We're going to go through a bunch of the games there. For anyone that missed the other videos, we'll just uh, we'll help you out with those ones. But two games slate on our Sunday, and I hope that uh, the, the two games were kind to you. And how good is it watching the Roosters? Like, I know a lot of people hate them. It's the same as the Storm, right? They're you know, a very hated team just because they do so well. But watching these Morris boys play, and Teddy, with Kiri on top of that, is just incredible, isn't it? Like... How does, how do they keep doing it? Well, it's Morris fourth all time, um, and sorry, yeah, Brett's fourth all time, and, and Josh just hit 150 tries last week. So let's just uh, let's just enjoy watching them play. But Brett Morris with 83 again to go 85 and 83 in those first two games, incredible. Picks up three tries, and as I said, just so good to watch. But a lot of people are thinking about bringing him in <coughs> as a you know looking for him to be some form of keeper and. And it's been a long time since since Brett has been a keeper on on the wing. And after this game of eighty three, he'll be up right near uh, about seven hundred k. And and now you're talking about him being more expensive than what Pappy was when you bought him at the start. So when you put him into perspective like that, he's not someone that you want to bring in. He's somewhere in the mid five hundreds would have been fine, but he's not going to be getting three tries every week. And and when he doesn't get the attacking stats and his meters gains is much closer to a hundred, and then obviously not the crazy amount of you know tries and he's got a try assist in as well. So it's just literally the perfect game for him. He's done that two in a row. I doubt it's going to happen again, but well done to anyone who brought in Luke Keary. He's going to be making plenty of cash for you and you know as a pod there, really improving your scores and and putting you in the top sort of thousand ranks. I'd imagine if you are if you picked up him, but if you miss out on Cleary, then you might have. Yeah, he's he's scored fairly close to that, but um, you probably want it. You'll probably want clear in at some point. But uh, yeah, Kira is awesome, just doing everything, and and it's spelling a little bit of a little bit of trouble for someone like Lockie Lamb because today one noticed when when Hutchinson came on, it he didn't even look left <laughs> um, for Lamb. But then when they went to that side, it was only because Kiri was there. So Kiri had caught like, or it was a couple of times where Kiri was like, Lamb, get over there, and. Um, and so I can kick, and it was just like the complete Kiri show, which we didn't expect. Well, I didn't personally didn't expect it to be that dominant as to one player. I thought they'd, they'd very much play side to side, but Kiri's really taken a step up this year. 
um, and and is now becoming very much fantasy relevant, which he hadn't been in the past, just because he his role was always fairly split, and I I thought that would might that might be the case. So, be interesting to see what happens with him. He's obviously got you know a little bit of concussion risk and injury risk. So, you know, if you started with him, amazing. If you didn't, then there's still a lot of options in that in that uh that half spot, and you know someone like Lamb to Kiri could be half an option, and there'll be about what 200k difference now, but. Teddy, a lot of people say he started slow, but 74, 75 and a 72 was amazing and scored, uh, what, five tries across the across the two games, which has been awesome. But again, doing everything, eight tackle breaks, 200 metres as sort of his base, and then any attacking stats on there. So well done for those that have him. He's going to be up, you know, just literally just updated before our eyes. So um, lockout's been lifted right now, but 24K gained um, for that week. So he's up to 874 and... You see Kiri now is at 658 and Morris, yeah, just under 700. So some interesting numbers there. And I've got a few guys that have been like, oh, Tupanua, can I just can I trade him in for a cash grab? But look at look at where he's priced at now. He's, he's up he's up now 81k um, to 566, which puts him at that awkward sort of price. And for me, if he's not scoring a try, he's averaging you know, mid to mid to high 40s, maybe 50. I think he has improved as a player. He looks really strong, and but think about it, he's not going to score a try every game. So if you if you try to bring him in for that, if he happens to get a forty one week, then his price rises really, you know, forty a forty or forty five for two weeks in a row. Then his price rises stop quickly, and he might he might round out around the six hundred six twenty mark. And you know, trading him in just for that when he's probably not going to be a keeper for only sort of you know seven or eight weeks, I don't think is worth it. If you Brought him in this week, great. If you, uh, other than that, I'm thinking it's probably hard to bring him in now. Obviously, there's guys like uh, Tino that you might be interested in trading him for, but just be wary of that, that if he doesn't score a try and he gets somewhere around the 40 mark, if they don't go down his side as much, if they find some weaknesses on the left, with Crichton coming back, for example, then he might get a 40 or 45 for two weeks and stunt any of that cash grab. Um, Lindsay Collins, how good does it see him? He with a little try assist and a little flick, flick over the top for Fletcher Baker. How good was that? Um, but 64 and he's 51 minutes and without those two and the, and his line break, then he then he's sitting you know, a little bit more in the uh, in the 40s and, and didn't get as high minutes this time. So not someone you want to be thinking about as he's already gone up a fair bit in price. How good was Jacob Little? He got the, he got the less minutes that we thought he was going to be, but 51 minutes, got a try in there, but 31 tackles for one miss and 70 metres was, was great. And and in that 51 minutes, if you can hope for around a 40 mark, then Little's going to make a lot of cash, but up to 392 already. And, and well done for those that have him, which I think is the majority of people. Alex Twile, not getting the big minutes that we would have hoped, still 50 minutes. Yeah, his PPM was great, 54 in the 50. Worked really hard, but if you brought him in, hoping for him to get more minutes, that kind of um, that change on the weekend with Roberts going down injured hurt Twile because Cheekam came in and, and Cheekam spelled uh, Twile there. So. Not something to worry about. He's averaging 53 and you know, right on where he's averaged last year, but not someone you want to be targeting until he, you see him you know, happen to get an 80-minute roll or close to it. Uh, Lucy Leilua got 50 again, but just didn't have a great game. A few misreads defensively for the Leilua boys, but um, just prepare for, for him to have an attacking stat game where he gets a 70 or an 80 or even gets a try. So watch out for that. Dane Laurie, 49 in his time. So that was... Um, a really good effort for him. He, he looked sharp and he was beating a lot of tackles. There's, you know, a lot of times where they just didn't even lay a hand on him so he didn't even get a tackle break, but he could almost almost have been credited a line break as well at one point, but 49 for him. If he keeps this up, I think he's definitely going to keep his spot. He was close to their you know, best player on the field. 
180 meters for nine tackle breaks. We're looking for that every day of the week. And that's, that's kind of what you, the reason why you pick the fullbacks over the wingers, because a lot of the wingers will get many of those base stats out of, out of trouble. But this can be you know close to base for him, and then he's got some attacking stats in tries and and the uh, the you know the, the tries is there to, to bump him up. So really cool option. You need to have him in your side if you don't. Takiaho, someone I spoke about earlier in the year that just never has never pushed up ahead into that that keeper status, unfortunately, and and is sitting at the, exactly that fifty half ridge that he started with last year. And you know even with the goal kicks, he's. He's not getting huge minutes. Like everyone was expecting him to play an extra 15, 20 minutes and, and he hasn't got that yet. So there'll be games where he plays some more minutes, but it was good to see him at least get to 53 this week after, you know, in the 40s last week. Hargrave's got a few extra minutes. Uh, he took a couple of Collins and a couple from Takiaho as well. But yeah, nothing to worry about with him. Like I wouldn't be trading him out. He's, he's not losing you any cash and he's not taking up a huge amount of his salary cap. So Let's just hope he gets a few extra minutes. There'll be games where he gets, you know, 70 or 80 minutes if there's an injury, for example. So he's one of those guys with the big motors that can keep going. But at this stage of the season, there's no point them playing him huge minutes when they've got guys like Butcher and, you know, when he comes back off the bench next week that can play big minutes through the middle and stuff. So, yeah, I wouldn't be stressed there. Uh, Michele doing okay. No one would have him. Brooks got 42. Had a bit of a really quiet start, then went nuts for a few, you know, about 10 minutes there and, and picked up 20 to 25 points really quick and then not much at the end. But when you get pumped, was it 40 to six, you're not expecting him to do that well. And you'll take 42 for him in, in this type of game. Uh, he's going to come up against some easier sides shortly and yeah, already up to 584K, making some cash for you and an average of 53. You can't really expect much more. We were hoping for an average of 50 across the season um, and he's got 53 so far. So Manu, yeah, a keeper in the centres by the end of it. Stefano, got the extra minutes this time. He got 38, which was great. And just under a point a minute with 36 points was great for him. Nothing more you could hope for with him. Just awesome work. Uh, Dewey comes back at 35 again. You know, did a lot of kicking. So that's interesting for Brooks' owners, how, how many how many metres he steals off him. But you'd like for him to drop a fair bit of cash before thinking about bringing him in. But I think he's going to be a pretty good player. All right, lucky lamb. We kind of spoke about with the Kiri part. It's just he's not... They're not going to him that much at all. I expected him to go to him a little bit more and get a few more attacking stats. Um, you know, the kicking is fair enough, like at 150 to 200 metres is what I would expect with them splitting it, but just not getting as many touches, less run metres and less chance of, you know, creating some plays down the left. The rest is going to Kiri. I was hoping that he'd be able to average in the mid-40s and with him not getting much ball, that he's, he's missing out on that that try or try assist each game that would get him in the 40s. And, you know, sorry for that for anyone who decided to bring him in, but obviously he was pretty, pretty common player in, in most sides. But he's not, you're not losing any cash, which is okay. You can handle the mid-30s until you would like to move him on and just hope for it. If you're holding him for a little bit longer, hope for a game where he gets in the 40s somewhere and starts making a little bit of cash. But, yeah, that's the theory with Lamb. He's probably... You probably can give him another week or two, and then if he does the same stuff, he's just... He's frustrating to watch because he... You know, he plays all right, but he's just not getting much ball. So he's not no chance really to do well because he's 17 tackles, no misses, which is great. Offhand Gowie, I spoke to people about. just He was a bit too expensive to try and bring in last week. Yes, I, like I said, what did I say? 58 was going to be his highest score of the year was my was my bold prediction. And and he still got 48 minutes for 31. So PPM was not very strong. Didn't run as much. Got, a, got plenty of tackles, but... Scores for Fengawi, closer to 40, I think is going to be regular. So that'll be a bit of a low one for him. But 
yeah, for those who brought him in, you've got you had one one round of of cash grab, and and from here on, you got he's going to be needing to hit in the mid forties to to make some cash for you. So a little bit annoying. Uh, who else we got here? Freddie Lassie, anybody brought him in, only got twenty eight minutes, which was annoying. Hutchison played the rest of the game. Uh, Cheekham, Baker. Seen a few people that already bring in Baker at two twenty eight. He's not going to play much. Crichton comes back in, so. Uh, Tommy Talao, Joey Leilua, yeah, no one has him, hopefully, at one. Uh, but that's that game. Let me know what you thought on, on that game, guys. Um, if you're enjoying this, the best way to support the channel is hit that like button. Hit subscribe if you're new to the channel. And we'll move on to the Sharks and the Raiders. Alrighty. All right, so for the Raiders, we start with Hudson Young. How good has his first two games been? Two tries, 70 in the first one, 70, sorry, 77 in the first one, 70 in this game here. Something to think about is just that he won't keep this up. Yes, he won't score a try every week, but he had two turnover tackles as well. So you could expect some more scores from him in the high 40, so, you know, even 50. Uh, he does look like he's improved since last year, so an interesting one to think about. But, you know, already at 681K now, he's priced to have an average of just over uh, of around 50 on the dot. So don't expect, you know, many more games like this. Very similar to Tupanua, except for the fact that Hudson Young's about 100K more expensive. So... Tupanua probably has, you know, close to 100k more to to gain, but Hudson Young, if you bring him in, you're hoping he's a keeper at like a 55 average in, in the edge, and at this stage, I'm not too sure at the moment. So, someone to think about, but has done really well and scored a try in both games, so not too much of a, like an instant trade-in or must-have at this stage. Ryan James, how good was he? 61 points in 40 minutes. Someone that is already priced at 500k, and if you're continuing with the bench spot, I'm not expecting scores anywhere in the 60s or you know, probably a little bit more around the 40 mark, which he's already priced at. So don't stress too much with, with James, but just uh, enjoy watching him play. How good does it seem back on, out in the park? That makes their, their pack just so much better, doesn't it? Like, you know, him, him coming over, they're already massive and, and he only improves it. But uh, Georgie Williams, another good game, 57 points. Didn't have to do too much either. Just one try, assist, a couple of goals. But, uh, you know, stats across the park. So really cool for him. And he, he might end up being sort of a 55-point keeper this year in, in the halves. But, you know, if you're someone that's got Cleary and Fogarty or Brooks already, then I wouldn't be too stressed about him. Papali'i, 56. So back to his normal scoring, which was good for anyone who has him and decide to keep him. I'd expect scores more around that from here on. Blake Braley again, 55 this week after his, his tough start last week. Ran the ball a little bit more. Kick, you know, one kick out of dummy half and 46 tackles. So... Expect this to be a little bit more of a base as he's going to get 50, uh, 80 minutes each week. Um, and if you if you have him already, then then sweet, you can hold on to him nicely. Unfortunately, his brother's scoring a fair bit more than him, so if you went Blake over Jaden, then uh, unlucky for you. But uh, Sebastian Chris comes in and has a nice score. Looks really strong, but he's going to lose his spot to Croker, and then you know, it might be this week, it could be the following week, but we'll uh, we'll work that one out. Uh, Nakora solid, but not an option. Townsend fifty three, so. Started the game really slow, was on 12 at halftime, and then you know, got 41 points in the second half, and just did a bit of everything. He had six missed tackles really early. You know, the Raiders were, were tackle-busting for fun in that first period there, and he was uh, he copped a bit of that. But two turnover tackles in there as well, which was great for him. For a 56 average, and if you picked him over uh, over Lamb, then well done to you. You're, what's that, 40 points ahead of... Uh, of those that, that got Lamb, so well done with that. And you know, five hundred eleven k, he's probably got what five to six weeks more of, of price rises if he keeps scoring well. But I'd expect a, a forty or so game coming up soon. I wouldn't expect him to get fifty nine, like in the fifties every game. But 
There you go. Well done to anyone who picked him up. Tarpany only got 41 minutes this time. So similar to, looks like somewhere in the 40s for him is going to be very normal. And, and to get 48 points, he's probably a bit too expensive for someone that's only playing mid-40s minutes. Hodgson, if you've got him, this is kind of what we expected in the low 40s and not making too much cash. Rapana, two two really good games. And I had someone in my Discord say, or in the comments saying that he would be a good option. But I think he's just priced too high. Yes, he's you know, center wing fullback dual, but... To be priced at that, there's a lot of other options that are scoring similar for a lot cheaper. So, someone to think about, but I think he's him scoring well these first two games you know, removes any chance of him losing some cash and, and him being a pickup. Nicole Klukstar, 40, uh, 40, what do you got? 37 and 43 of his first two, so not still not that keeper level. White and a couple of really low games for him. He hasn't you know, scored the, the bulk tries or that you know, he scores a try every couple of weeks or gets a double and goes well, so. Annoying for him. If you have him, have him in early. Not too much. Kennedy's done pretty well. He's, he's averaged 42 over the first two games, but he looks pretty strong. And I think, you know, there's a chance that he keeps his spot with them playing pretty well. But uh, again, probably not a not a keeper option. I think he's going to average somewhere in the high 30s or, you know, mid 30s there. So something to think about. Tolman's going to be really interesting. If he if he loses a, a bunch of cash and then he ends up getting a starting spot at some point with some injuries then he could be cool to bring in around in the 500 somewhere but you know something to follow Toby Rudolph's been pretty poor in his 52 minutes 33 again you know two two low weeks in a row so someone to think about as well if he gets down into the low 400s uh Dugan a few people that brought him in he got 32 and then and a 50 odd last week so he's kind of done okay for anyone who did that Curtis Scott just still not a great option in the centers yeah, losing cash at 349 is not very good. Who else we got in this one? Simonson, yeah, 14, so nothing special again for anyone who brought him in. Unfortunately, uh, Malatalo got 10 as well. So other than that, not too much to think about. Havili's losing some bulk cash with that limited minutes, but if there's a few injuries around the place, then he could be someone to think about. And kind of Tracy, our last one. So that's about all with that game, guys. What do you think of that one? It was, it was pretty close. Townsend had the chance to, to tie it up and... I would have been pretty annoyed if he kicked that for the fact that I don't have Townsend, but also I didn't have anyone playing in this game and it would have just lost even further ranks uh, throughout the week. But there you go. That's the uh, that's the games so far for this week. And we'll go back and, and have a look at a few of the standout performances for those that that uh, didn't get to watch any of my other videos so far. But Reed Marnay is quickly turning into a keeper for the year, I'd say, is my, is my thoughts with that. I think he should be able to average at least 60 and... and but at 810k, he's already gained 128k. And if you bring him in now, you're not, you're not bringing him in for the cash. You're bringing him in for uh, him being keeper status. And, and same with Moses, up near 800k already. He's gained a little bit, but this is, you know, this is exactly what happened to him last year. He scored really well at the start and, and fell away a little bit. But when Eels are doing well, he's going to score well also. Junior Paulo, a couple of tries across the first few games. I've had a few people talk about Olam. Is, is he a buy? And no, he's not. He got 30-odd the first game. He's going to be someone that averages somewhere in the 30s, so you know, one really good game is not going to you know, be something perfect for him. Uh, Papali'i, same thing. Off the bench, 55 minutes. He's played two really, really good games, so I'd be, uh, I'd be worried you know, that he might get a 40-odd the next couple of weeks and, and stop making you cash there. Uh, but the rest of the guys, Welsh has done really well. Pappenhausen's great. Munster, try not to sell him straight up. He's had a couple of okay games, but you know, same with Brandon Smith. He is probably due for some attacking stats at some point, but if you've got some better options to trade him to, then you know, a guy that's going to make a lot of cash, or if you can trade him up to a keeper, then that's going to be good. 
Uh, other than that, Opacek's done pretty well. That's about all from that game. Just what we're trying to do now is you've had a couple of games to see and, and you know, you've got a couple of players that have had the one really big score, one low score, and you can now go, okay, is this going to be... Are they going to be consistent scorers or are they going to be this up and down and annoying kind of scoring? If they are, then their money-making potential is probably going to drop a little bit. So just think about that. If you're trying to bring in cash cows and stuff at this point, the ones that are in the mid-range in the 400s or so is a bit annoying. But if you can get them in the 300s and, and a good chance of you know averaging somewhere in the 40 or 45, then they're going to make some good cash. If not, you're trying to move up to a keeper pretty as soon as possible um, or catching these guys on the way up that have improved this year. So guys like Brayley have improved and he's already made 142K, which is pretty cool. Barnett, someone is an interesting option, so, along with Frizzell. I don't expect Frizz to average 67, but you know, somewhere in close to 60 would be pretty cool for him. And Barnett as well. If, I think if he's kicking well, he should probably keep the goal kicking over someone like Ponga, who struggled last year, but we'll wait and see. Um, he has to keep keep kicking well over the next few weeks to keep it, I'd say. But if he's got that, it's an extra, what, six to eight points each week. And, you know, can bump his scoring from somewhere in the mid-50s to, to like a 60-odd average player, which would be cool at 714, but something to think about, especially because he's dual position mid and edge. Harris is one of those consistent guys that would be awesome to bring in and doesn't play origin. Best will be great at some point in the year. Pierce, I wouldn't, I'd stay away from just for the fact that Green's going to come back. Watson's great. You need him in your side. Roger, a couple of low scores, but should do... Should do well across the season as per normal. Um, yeah, it looks like he's getting the minutes, which is good. But other than that, CHT might have had an injury, which is not good. Titans, Broncos, Pango Jr. did really well again. for Fafida, someone that you probably need in your squad by the end of the year. Ricky, could work for those that kept him. Other than that, Asako's done okay. If, if you brought him in, 22k price rises. Tessie New's got 42k up already, which is good. And if he gets another 30 or 40, he'll make some good cash this week. Carrigan, yeah, similar minutes. I think Fogarty, someone who's going to bounce back, just didn't ha- didn't have to do too much in this game with that goal kicking is really cool. Peachy, similar thing. Other than that, not too much to talk about with that one. Brimson, I'd definitely be holding. I think he's got some improvement in him. Yeah, as soon as they start playing really well, he should go well. His Panthers one. Let's wait and see on Cleary with his uh, with his head knock. Should be okay. It sounds like he passed the HIA protocol after the game, which which is helpful. Um, Elliot's half an option I don't think Jackson's an option not going to get 64 tackles for zero misses every game um, who else we got Momorowski's great already up to 418 50k price rise so a bit of an interesting one if you're thinking about bringing him in now I'd, I'd probably you know give a few of these guys an extra chance um, who else we got Kotrick I think will be a keeper in the centres Kenny's probably not an option at 437k now Billy Toto 58k rises 638 now so He'll be, he'll be a keeper in the wing fullback position. If you need someone, then I think, you know, you've got fallen guns like Brimson, who are pretty much at that price now. Uh, who else we got? Leota and Capewell are people you're going to have to watch out for as to if they're going to start losing cash and, and not be a keeper. They might be people to move on at some point, but I'd expect Capewell to go a bit better. Spencer, we're looking for some more minutes. Other than that, Charlie Staines is a worry at the bottom, but he'll start scoring tries soon. <coughs> Bunnies and Manly. Mr. Cook, good on you, son. Uh, Murray's going to play big minutes, it looks like. You know, somewhere in the 70s to 80, which is going to be good. And he'll be definitely a keeper. DCE back to normal. Lockie Croker, don't trade him back in, please. I've seen people already trying to trade him in. Schuster's the one you want to look at. 301k, if he gets a starting spot, 
he'll be in there for the rest of the year as Michael. Um, Arrow is a bit of a worry off the bench. You know, people are smashing him in this week. 652 k not that great. Colin Matungi, 400k, still at an okay price if you think he's going to start the rest of the year over host. He'll, uh, he'll make some coin and, and get you at a 45 average if he can keep that up without any attacking stats, get you into the 500s, which would be great. Uh, what else we got? Latrell, they play the Roosters this week, so is he going to have a low game? Who knows? Uh, other than that, Walker is probably a hold this week. He hasn't had too much attacking stats. Uh, Davey's gone, so we have to find a replacement for him, but we'll work that out come team list, etc. Alright, and then the last one of this wrap-up, Benny Hunt. Is he a, someone to bring in? Probably not. Had a few people think about it, but just under 800k. He's going to be averaging mid-50s to 60 this year, and he's not going to keep that 75 average. Alvaro is still probably just cheap enough that you can bring him in and make another 100k or so. I'm lucky I've got him at this stage. McCulloch will do well as per normal. Morgan's probably too pricey now to bring in. You want to start with him. Lomax, losing a little bit of cash, and if he gets somewhere in the 500s, I think he's going to be a bring-in for sure. Fumano has gone up 49k and then 388, which is great for him. Bird, lucky for who decided to keep him, but he should be averaging somewhere in the 30s. Jensen, that's fine. Dumpty, Ramsey. That's about all there. Pharmacilli, you probably give one more week or so. He's not going to lose you any cash, but he's not going to make you any too. So if there's a clear option, I'd probably wait another week or so for him, just in case he, he gets a few extra minutes. There might be a, an injury in the pack. All these things you got to think about. But there you go, guys. That's the, the Sunday games and also the wrap for the for the week. And um, you know, check in for over the next few days for a bunch more videos. We'll, we'll check out the People's team who had a really good week, um, and we'll go from there, guys. But please hit like and subscribe if you... If you're enjoying the, the channel, I really appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Have fun. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.